Mm-mm-mm. It's Timo. And school's in session. Hey guys, this is Tim Morgan, a.k.a. Timo, and you're listening to the One School Podcast, the podcast where we share the many comedic, sometimes embarrassing, but all-around laughable stories from education. If you've been a part of education in some way, a student, teacher, principal, superintendent, maintenance, IT custodial, lunch worker, bus driver, student teacher, and with, but, or all around toward any of the above, and yes, even you parents, we want to hear the hilarity, but more on that later. Today's episode, special friend of mine, who we've done music stuff with in the past. But this is a unique episode because this guy is a chef, as in he teaches students, uh, uh, I guess, cooking skills, things like that. And so let's go. So, yeah, yeah. So welcome, my friend, Chef Hancock. Dude, how is it going, man? It's going great, man. It's good to see you, and it's good to hear from you. And uh, it's been a long time since we've gotten into music together, so we're looking forward to that again. Yes, definitely, definitely. I got to, I got to jump back into that. That is definitely one of those pulls I got to come back into. Um, so, first things first, especially as a teacher, um, Chef Hancock, what describe or tell me, um, describe your classroom and like what you actually what you actually teach the students. So my classroom is a it's a massive space um, with a, in the front is a it looks like a dining room in the front, um, but it's all one space in the front. I've got high tables and low tables and students sitting in groups of four. Um, you know, I've got all the typical technology that I would expect to see in a regular classroom, you know, big panel television with PowerPoint and whiteboard and yeah. and, and my desk is there. And, and then if you go beyond my classroom, um, there is um, uh a, a commercial kitchen, a fully outfitted commercial kitchen with extra tables and extra space and extra everything than you'd see in a commercial kitchen, but it's the same equipment. Yeah. Um, and it's the same experiences and, and that they will see possibly in the future if they continue on from me. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So it, it's a great, it's a great feel. It's a great look. We're a health inspected kitchen, so I can teach them professional industry standards and they can go on and, and get a job and they have, you know, national certifications that they can use and okay. they can um and they can go get a job and they can be working in the uh in the in the food service field or go on to college um go on to culinary school uh whatever they choose to do that's that's incredible that's incredible and i I'm, my brain's already turning with the stories you might possibly have because this could be some quality content here um so what great what grade levels do you actually teach or is it just high school yeah so it's high school 10th through 12th i don't pull ninth graders and actually uh, we're changing some things up with my program coming up in this next year where I'm not going to really emphasize 10th graders either. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to be juniors and seniors mostly. 10th graders will be allowed to take my program, but I'm going to emphasize um, 11th and 12th grade primarily. Okay. Um, trying to uh, Because we're changing to my program being a one-year program. Oh, okay. Where they can take – it's a double block all year long Yeah. where they can start me in July. Um, they'll start in July of the summer and then – uh, finish in June of the following year yeah. and they can be entirely done with me in one school year. Um, and then we have opportunities for apprenticeships afterwards where they can actually get paid and get high school credit. They're oh, senior. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. Working in a restaurant or working in a, a, an institutional food service facility. Wow. That's wow. That's really cool. That's really, really cool. Um, so do you, is there any like prerequisites to getting into your class or it's just 
you know, hey, there's no prerequisite aside from being in the tenth grade. Um, but to move forward, they have to have they have to attain a grade. Um, you know, there's a grade requirement in the gotcha. prerequisite classes to move on to the next class. Um, or they have to have my recommendation. Like if I know something's happened where the student, you know, they got homebound or they got, yes, you know, Hey, you know, I get it. You made a 75. Okay. You need a 77 to move on. Mm-hmm. We can work with that. Yeah. Okay? But if you got a 69 in my class, cause you didn't turn in your homework and you didn't do this and you didn't do that. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's, that's not on you. That's on them. That's on them. We know that teacher. We know that teacher thing. Uh, I give them all the opportunities, you know, everything's posted. Everything's, I don't, I don't, you know, really count off for late work much. They, they can turn it in whenever. Yes. Yes. They just have turned in. Okay. Okay. So let's. I'm going to switch things up a little bit for you, Chef Hancock. Um, describe yourself as a student, and then tell me if you would like to have yourself in your class. Well, so I was. I was that student who always did what the teacher told him to do. Um, who always listened to the teacher, asked all the questions, sat on the front row. Uh, you know, studied for the test, turned in my homework. Yeah. You know. It, it, it busted me when I'd get a B in college. That was just like, <laughs> mm, I hated it. Um, I was not quite that good in, in high school. I was homeschooled up uh, in, through high school. And so, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I lost a little discipline in high school there. But uh, but in college, I was that, you know, pushing for that 4.0 semester kind of a kid. Yeah. Um, and, and I would love to have me as a student. Um, I think I would annoy myself um, because I see, <laughs> uh, I see some kids like me. And I learned to appreciate because it's that contrast between the students who do and won't or do or won't. Yeah. You know, and, and then the students who will, and then some of those students who will make my life exciting because they want to do more. And <laughs> yes, why did yes. you take one point off of that chef? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, why you mean you're not offering test corrections? Yes. Where's the bonus points? Where's the extra credit project? Yes, and always. I would annoy myself, but I think I would want to have me as a student um, in contrast to having somebody who, yeah, what up, shit. Yeah, exactly, right, yeah. Put your phone up. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, I hear that for sure. I hear that for sure. Um, all right, so before we get into the nitty-gritty goods here, because, man, this is – my brain's already flowing. I'm like, man, I would love to have taken a, a culinary class, like growing up and even in, in high school would help me out a lot for sure. I'm very scared about the kitchen. Man, maybe I shouldn't be. Um, there's, there's only so much you can do wrong. I mean, it, and it's, and you do, and you learn by doing. And that's what I tell the students. You know, I teach them a framework. I start them off very, very structured and very strict, but then I start letting them free and I start letting them free and I start letting them loose. Okay. Because they need to learn by make messing up. They need to learn by doing it wrong. Okay. okay. They can't just learn by doing it right and by me telling them what to do all the time. We're, we're doing, we just did their practical finals. And so they just gave them, you know, this stack of recipes and said, hey, you picked these recipes. Go cook them. Wow. Nice. Well, what am I supposed to do, chef? I said, it's your recipe. I said, I will answer specific questions from you, but it's your recipe. You chose this recipe. That is probably the most practical final exam ever. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and I do this in my two, my second and third classes. I do this where they write a menu for the semester and they've been working on this menu with their team all semester long. And at the end of the semester, they have to cook it. That, yeah, that's it. That's the stuff you've been doing. That's, ex- oh, that's exactly and it. And it's that's bad 100%. for my waistline. 
but it's <laughs> delicious. Um, and, and we have a small school, you know, so, cause we pull, we're a, we're a tech center. And so we pull from multiple high schools Okay. Um, and they bus them in all day long. And so, um, you know, so my students get to eat and I get to eat and the staff, the faculty and staff that's here, they all get to eat. Yes. Um, and, and so we all, you know, diets are, are um, challenging. <laughs> they're, they're hard to stick by. They are when when you have you know shrimp and grits on in the menu. Let's say last week we had some shrimp and grits on the menu. Yeah, dude. But but you guys you guys got the ultimate excuse of hey we're doing this for the kids, man. Oh yeah, this oh, is absolutely. all for the kids, it's guys. Just suffering that we're doing for the kids. It's like I'm gonna eat these wonderful desserts for the kids, guys. I mean, who's gonna know if they're good or not? I gotta test them. Yeah, and that, that was the hardest part I think during the pandemic is that we couldn't taste you know when they're home. Oh yeah, that's crazy. How so? So yeah, okay. Elaborate on that. How did you guys do it during the pandemic? That's crazy. You know, yeah. So in the in the during the, the the first part of the pandemic, of course, there was very little we could do. It's just I presented them with videos to watch. We we just weren't organized. You know, it just wasn't it wasn't something where we could, um, uh, you know, we couldn't do anything besides having them watch something. And I couldn't require them to do anything because of the way they structured grades and things like that. Yeah, we couldn't require them to do anything wow it just it was what it was but when we came back in we came back in august and we came back with both five day and hybrid students in the same classes and so we were able to start cooking right oh, off nice um and and you know we just we, we it was it was it was great because i know some culinary classes that still aren't cooking to this day man that's in tough. other states and other cities that still aren't cooking so i was i felt really blessed and really privileged to be able to cook all year long here and get to do Kate. We even got to do some caterings by the, by the Thanksgiving, we did a pie sale and we sold, you know, 500 pies. <laughs> Whoa. That's awesome. Maybe not 500 pies, but it was a lot of pies. But still, dude, if it feels like a, if it feels like 500, that's probably it, dude. It, oh, so yeah. good. It that's was, so it good. was great. And we sold those to the, um, we sold those to the public and, uh, and then we did some other caterings and we did some other meals to go. And we did some other stuff like that, that we're able to, uh, to achieve um, within our, um, within, you know, our community yeah. here. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. That's, I mean, but at the same time, very difficult, obviously during the pandemic, but then you guys, I mean, you really had no choice, but to come back full swing, especially your class. Yeah. With the practicality. Really just, that's the way we felt. And, and, um, you know, and then, you know, of course, politics always plays a role in that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. uh, I think we were planning to be a hybrid originally, and then things kind of changed within the state here and, and, uh, and, they decided to offer a five-day option. And by the end of that first semester, most all of my kids had dropped out of the AB and moved to five-day. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Now I have a question that just came to my mind here. So obviously in order to get where you were, Chef Hancock, you had to learn the basics yourself. Tell me about the, either the craziest recipe that you've had to cook that you're like never doing that again, or like something that some, uh, just a hilarious incident about your cooking itself. Oh man, so many, because I used to cook, uh, you know, because before I came to, to teaching and, and I came a non-traditional route into teaching and the way that, you know, that, that we're able to get to be certified teachers, I don't have to do praxis and education yeah, classes yeah. and anything like that. Um, and uh, one of the, I was, one of the times I was a chef at one of the large colleges here in South Carolina. And uh, I think one of the craziest things we did is we got in a, 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 an entire cow leg, Okay. 
And this was for one of those where at this college at the time, the way our contract with the college was structured and the company that I worked for doing food service, if we didn't spend it, we had to give it back to the college. Oh man. And so come, you know, come April, March, April, May, the word was spend. Wild. Oh man. Oh. And make it great for the kids, but spend because we don't want the college to see this massive check coming back and say, well, why are we paying you this much money? You're giving all this money back to us. Yes. Spend some money. Um, and so this massive leg, I mean, and the thing was what four foot long oh, and, and, wow. and, 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 and a good, I don't know, three foot in diameter, two foot, three foot in diameter. <laughs> oh man. And we roasted this thing off whole and put it out on a station with a guy with a carving knife carving it off wow. for the students in the dining hall here at this at this college um and i'm surprised we didn't get protested by a vegan um because <laughs> it was the most like ah and then you know and we, we did like six of these things what so it's just what is it because well, we served because this dining hall we served you know what two thousand three thousand meals every oh, meal i didn't think about that that's great the dining hall and so you know we did a crap ton of these stupid things and we ran as Oh man! Oh, we ran out, and we had to switch. I think we had some steaks in the freezer because we were tied in with another restaurant, and there were some other things at shares. We had some other meat we were able to cook off, but I took the bone home to my dog. Let's go! <laughs> oh man! This fifty, sixty pound dog, and he's just carrying this, dragging this dog. She's dragging this, this, this bone through the. <laughs> Dang, like a T Rex bone there. That's dope. <laughs> oh, that's insane. Oh, it was, it was, it was, I have a picture somewhere, I think in my, in my photo albums. So, um, if you want yes. a promotional Oh, yes. Pic. Oh, I would love a promotional pic, dude. That would be awesome. Oh, massive cow leg. That's crazy, man. Oh, all right. So, so tell me a little bit about, so, so we can get kind of a background about what you, tell me about how you structure your class. Would you say it's kind of like more laid back or obviously you got to do a lot of discovery with the kids. Uh, uh, describe how kind of you want your class to be run. Yeah. So I, I tell the students from day one, I say, look, there are so many opportunities coming into culinary arts. You know, there's career paths and there's wonderful opportunities, but I'm going to hold you to a high standard. And I, I lay it out there on day one mm -hmm. where it's like, I'm going to hold you to this. They get an employability grade every week. Wow. Yeah. And they can keep that 100 points every week or they can lose all of it. Wow. Yeah. Which okay. makes sense though. And so, you know, so I'm getting them ready for the real world. I'm preparing them for life. And so yeah. I set that standard. And so the, the structure of my classes starts with expectations and opportunities and safety and sanitation. And then we get into the kitchen and we start laying the front framework of knife cuts. And we start laying the framework of how do you read a recipe? And, you know, and then we're, we're, we're I scatter in the classroom topics with the kitchen topics. And so okay. it's not, and the next thing we're going to learn about is <laughs> okay, yeah, I got you. So you got to have you you have to have some structured safety reasons and stuff like that too. Absolutely, absolutely. And they get certified in safety before they spend the first day in the kitchen. Okay, um, because it's my liability too. Okay, yes. uh, I, as a teacher, I got I got to protect myself. Yeah. Um, I, as one of my teachers in the the teacher certification classes that I took, um, the te one of my teachers said that we're all just too pretty for jail. <laughs> cover yourself you're too pretty for jail 
Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, and so, um, and so they, they so they learn that, and then they learn cooking methods and culinary math because I tell them also that I'm going to apply everything they're learning in their core classes. Yeah. And so we're applying math. They're learning how to make a recipe bigger and smaller, and they're learning how to charge for a recipe. How do you know that McDonald's can charge a dollar for a nugget for a four pack of nuggets? How does yeah. McDonald's know that? They have to do math. Yeah. Math. I can't do math. Chef. No. <laughs> it's the last thing they thought. Last thing they thought, and you know, and they apply English because they got to write menu descriptions and they got to, you know, and they apply science because we're working with acids and bases and we're applying yeah, heat. Yeah. Um, and so we learn cooking methods and we kind of finish out that first class with cooking methods and, and we use eggs and chicken and broccoli to learn how to, to prepare different dishes okay. and different, and then we can apply those things. So that's very structured. When they get into culinary two they, or culinary one, they start with, um, fabricating chickens and we break chickens whole chickens down into breasts and legs and thighs and wings yeah. and and then we make chicken stock and we make beef stock and we make the mother sauces the five mother sauces that are the foundations to everything else that we do in the kitchen and so they're learning these principles hopefully that they can apply to the next thing and the next thing and so then from there on out each kitchen topic i give them a, a list of recipes and they get to vote on which recipes they want to do oh, i know cool. certain skills that i want to catch and so there are categories they have to choose something from a category that that covers a skill yeah but yeah. it's just like okay so we're going to salads dressings and dips i want you to do some hot dips i want you to do some cold dips i want you to taste these salads and make these dressings but there's some freedom and flexibility inside of my recipe folder which is 300 recipes or 400 recipes that's strong cool. that's awesome that i've standardized and taught you know and and they're all in my format and they're all recipes that i've at least looked through um and, and, you know, and then moving into, you know, sandwiches and pizzas and learning how to structure a sandwich and learning how to put the foundations together and get all your mise en place together, all your mess in place. Yeah. Uh, like we call it mise en place in the kitchen. And so getting <laughs> everything together so that it's ready to just do, uh, because up to this point, we've been 80 minute blocks. And so by the time they get dressed, they have maybe 40 minutes of actual usable time before they have to get cleaned up and get changed and get back on a bus. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's one of the things I'm looking forward to next year with this double block is that we're going to have some time in two hours, uh, you know, of actual usable class time. Yes. Um, that's to good. Do more things and, and be more able to be more rounded in, in things. Okay. Two questions that came to mind. So how long have you been uh, a chef? And then um, about how big is your class size? So I, uh, let's see, I went to culinary school there um, when you and I were in school together. Mm -hmm. um, I was in the culinary department there and um, started working in food service before that, even in high school. I was in Chick-fil-A. It was my first job, 16. Oh, there you go. Um, working Chick-fil-A. And, um, and then I worked in a number of places, was a chef starting right after school and um, sous chef at a caterer there. Mm -hmm. um, and then worked at various colleges um so i guess i've been a chef now for who with the title of chef for like 12 years that's awesome there you but go in food service for for longer yeah um you know and and now this is the conclusion of my fourth year teaching um here and and i tell i tell folks so this is the best job i've ever had um i love teaching yeah, I mean, you're, you're telling kids what you love to do, and it's the it's easy because it comes natural to you. And it's and it's the best work life balance I've ever had. You know, I, yes, teachers are underpaid, yeah, and yeah. and and I get paid less as a teacher than I did as a chef. But I get <laughs> yeah, to be home yeah. with my family, and I get to get to church 
on every service. There is. Yep, there it is. <laughs> and I'm home at night for dinner. And, you know, there's something to be said for that, um, that quality of life that you don't always get as a chef. Yeah. Uh, working in the industry, because the industry's nights and weekends and, you know, your busiest times are the times you really want to be with your family, but those are your busiest times and those times you're at work. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, class sizes, how big are those usually? So I cap at 20. Okay. Um, and that's a safety thing um, where I have five stoves. Okay. And so um, I, I can't fit more. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then 20. Um, and, and, you know, of course, with the COVID this semester, it's been a lot smaller. My biggest class this year has been 14. Okay. But Which I is... heard a rumor that I have something like 99 requests in the fall for 40. Whoa, let's go. Yeah. So um, um, I will see how many of those, you know, stick it out. Um, but I should have some nice full classes, which I'm super excited about because actually a full class can be easier to manage than an empty class. Okay. Yeah. Um, because it's not, you know, with a, with a, with eight people in the class or 10 people in the class, there's only so much you can get done. Okay. But with 20 people in the class, then, you know, these four is doing this, this four is doing this, this four is doing this, this four is doing this. Yeah. And everything, if everybody will do, you know, I've had some folks who decide they want to be supervisor and I have to remind <laughs> them on the front door of the kitchen <laughs> uh, and whose name is on the header of the class. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a student, he just loved to be supervisor. I have a student <laughs> right now. I'll tell her to do something and she'll turn and tell somebody else to go do that thing. Oh, that, there you go. Delegator. <laughs> oh, she drives me bonkers. <laughs> That's all. Oh, that's good. All right. Chef Hancock, dude, you know, it's coming. I tell me some of these stories, man. I, I like, there are some, there's gotta be some good oh, oh student my, chef stories, man. what oh, you got? My goodness. So, you know, of course you, you, you expect the ones about tasting. Yeah. Ew, disgusting. Oh, chef. <laughs> I've actually had to make it a policy that it has to go in their mouth. Oh yeah. And they and they 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 document their allergies ahead of time, okay? And their parent signs off on what they're allergic to. There you go. <laughs> they can stand over the trash can, but it has to go in their mouth. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, chef, I don't like rice. Well, how do you know? Oh, I've never had it before. Oh, okay. Put it in your mouth. Hey, the only thing I'm the only exception to that is I don't make them I don't make them taste the raw fish in sushi. Um, okay. But they have to eat sushi. Just going to be a Philadelphia roll or a California roll or something like that. Yeah. They don't have to. That's the only exception I make. Other than that, it has to go in your mouth. There you and go. If you don't, it's non-participation, and I and I I drill you on lab grade and on employability for that week. <laughs> um, because it's that's not part of your your part of your job is you need to taste that food. Yeah. Um, it's so crazy. You know, and so you get all these different wonderful reactions like, "Oh, chef, it tastes like gym socks." How do you know what gym socks taste like? Yep. Oh, that's oh. Tell me, that's like your punt. Let's your line every time. It's oh, gotta it's, be. It's, I, I use some of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, 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 I snark is the snark is strong with me. Okay. <laughs> yes. Live long and prosper. The snark is strong with me. Let's go. Um, let's see. I had a kid one time because we do our own laundry. You know, we okay. have washer and dryer in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, because we we do you know bar towels for wiping counters and the aprons I provide to them, and then I have. Um, you know, so that students don't get left out. I have a rack of clothing that mm -hmm. students have left at different times. I have shoes. I've bought socks. I have chef's coats and pants. And so they can get in the kitchen. Yeah. Because I don't want anybody being left out of the kitchen because they just have their slides on. 
Yeah. I'm not letting them in the kitchen in their slides and their shorts and their wife beater. Yeah. Um, or tank top. Sorry. I guess wife beater is not a politically correct term. Yeah. I, I understood it. I understood it. <laughs> um, but you know, I don't let them in with that. I don't let them in with a tankini on, you know, mm-hmm. um, because it's not safe. They're not protecting their skin from what could happen to them in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and so we wash our laundry. Well, I told this one kid one time, I said, I said, go, uh, you know, go start folding laundry. Oh no, chef laundry is women's work. Oh snap. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> oh snap. And um and I said I said just for that <clears throat> young man uh you, you get <laughs> laundry for the next you know several class periods in a row here. There you go. Um, Punishment fits the crime. Oh yeah. Oh and 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 that was a that was a special student. Um I had another student that you remember when Aretha Franklin died? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this kid was in my class when Aretha Franklin died and he said and he says to me he says Aretha Franklin was my auntie, and I'm not going to be in school tomorrow shift because I've got to be at her funeral. <laughs> yes, what? He was sitting at home watching the live stream, oh bawling his goodness. eyes out for Aretha Franklin's funeral. For his auntie, man, there you go, man. He must have had some ties there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, stupid things in a recipe, you know, like salt and sugar. Uh, you know, you that one's an easy one to mix oh. up, or baking soda, baking powder, or or they don't even measure it right. Like the, the recipe says half a teaspoon and they put half a cup in it. Oh, you no. Like a, like a dozen cookies with half a cup of baking soda in it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, or, oh, you tell them a half a cup. Mm-hmm. Okay, half a cup's a pretty standard measurement. Yeah. Unless you grab the pitcher that's a quart-sized pitcher. Ooh. Ooh. And you fill it halfway. Oh no. How much did you put in there? Half a cup. What cup did you use? This one. <laughs> it was like this big old one. You're like, oh, oh. Just shaking your head. Face oh. Do you feel like do you feel like most of the kids actually at, at some point they it, it's almost like like you said, it, it seems like the class thrives on, dude, you're gonna mess up. And so when you mess up, you find out your mistake and you fix it. I, I you know, I want that all the time. Um, and, but sometimes I, I question some of the kids, whether they ever will, will click. Sometimes you see the click and it's like, Oh wow. The click happened. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, eh, not sure that click's ever going to come. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, weight and volume issues. Cause we use weight and we use volume. And sometimes they say, Hey chef, I need eight ounces of milk. Do I put that on the scale? You're like, Oh, Uh Oh, Look at your recipe. Does your recipe call for eight ounces of weight, eight OZW, or does it call for eight fluid ounces? Yeah, yeah, which is a huge di- dude set, and that's where that science stuff comes in. It's, it's, yeah, wow, and math, and math. There's that practicality that's huge for your classroom. Which oh, is... it's massive. It's massive. You know, they'll double the quarter and make it an eighth. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Um, Oh, I had somebody, even today, I had somebody, I was I was thinking about people putting things in equipment that isn't on. Mm-hmm. I had somebody drop something in a deep fryer today that wasn't on. Oh, it just, just sits there and you're like, what? what and you sit there and it, and it was liquid. So it needed to be in a hot oil. And so it just ran <laughs> right out into the bottom of the fryer. <laughs> and you're like, what, what? And oh. like, you didn't think to like feel that, you know, put your hand above the oil and feel if there was some heat, heat? coming up there. Yeah. Because we're 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 closing down the kitchen right now, and so they're allowed to have they're they're allowed like two or three free days. Okay. Where they just, I say, hey, look, if it's in the kitchen, you can cook it. Oh, if okay. It's not in the kitchen, you can bring it from home and cook it. Wow. 
within these, you know, these couple of days, this is invention time. This is just, yeah. this is, you've earned this at the end of the semester. Gives and so uh, I think they were trying to make funnel cakes out of pancake mix. Oh, oh, not so hot. It, 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 it didn't, it didn't. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> you knew that coming a mile away, but you, listen, they need to experiment. They need they to need find to out. Well, they didn't ask me either. Uh, they just, you know, I, <laughs> I let them, I, I'm there for advice and to make sure they don't burn place down sometimes. Um, on these kind of days, it's, if you need me, ask away. If not, I'm going to let you to your own devices and we're going to see how it comes out. Right. Let, let them learn. Let them let learn. learn. Let them learn. That's so um, oh, what other, oh um, creaming. Okay. So one of the techniques we use in cookies and things, if you beat the sugar and the butter together, it's called creaming. Okay. Okay. So, and it brings air. It's actually a leavening agent um, because it beats air into the butter and the sugar. Okay. Sometimes they'll ask me, how much cream am I supposed to add, chef? Uh, no, well, does the recipe call for cream? <laughs> no, the recipe doesn't call for cream. If you're supposed to cream the butter and the sugar, well, how much cream do I add, chef? You're like, you're, yep, there's that not clicking it. It's not it's clicking. It's not clicking it. It's just not clicking. You know, it's like, it's a method. It's not a, it's not an ingredient. It's a method. Oh, that's, oh, that's crazy. And you're going to get creamed when it comes to life. <laughs> um, did you ever have, so like disastrous stuff. Have there any been time, have there been times where you just had to step in? Cause like something about, something crazy is about to happen. You're like, nope, I'm not going to have this explosion here. <laughs> yeah. I usually step in when the flames get close to the anvil. <laughs> um, because if the, if the fire suppression hood goes off, you know, it's, it's a thousand pounds of fire extinguisher chemical. Um, wow. and, so, and it's heat triggered. And so if, if the, if the, the flames get too high up into the hood, um, it triggers the ansel and it, nothing you can do. It's just going to go off and it drops this thousand pounds of powder. Whoa. Um, and, and you, you're done. I mean, you're done. Um, at that point, the whole kitchen is done. Yeah. So that's the stoves, the oven, the steamer, the fryer, all of it. A regular restaurant is going to be out for three, four, five days or a week wow. when the ansel gets tripped. Because you have to strip the whole kitchen down and scrub everything. Because the dust, the powder, mm -hmm. it's in everything. Wow. Um, and then your fire and then your fire company has to come and reload the ansel, and your health inspector has to come and re-inspect you. And I don't know if the fire marshal has to come or not. Um, wow. Depends on if there's an actual fire or not. But I okay. imagine for my class, if that ansel ever went off, you know, I'd be out of class for a week just scrubbing the darn kitchen. <laughs> so it hasn't happened, knock on wood. It hasn't happened, knock on wood. Uh, it's, go. gotten, it's gotten close where, you know, they, 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 they shake that frying pan and it goes, Whoa, and you hear this, Shut Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh. Or you have, you know, or you have the kids who, who they don't, you know, I, I recommend that they wear non-skip slip shoes, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, some of them can't afford it. Some of them say they're not stylish enough. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, and so they, so they're wearing these, you know, these flat bottoms, slippery bottom shoes, mm -hmm. and they'll <laughs> wipe out in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> and so that's the other time you'll see me running is if I see a kid wipe out. <laughs> yes, losing it. That's great. Yeah, because, you know, you just want to make sure they're safe. Yeah, of course, of course. And you want to make sure that they're leaving my kitchen as intact as they were when they got there. <laughs> yes, everything attached, nothing burned off or cut off, and we're good. You know, and 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 we're fortunate this year. We had the first time we've ever had a school nurse at our school this year. What? Yeah, um, and 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 I tell you that has been wonderful. Well, we have health science teachers on campus. Okay, so that's yeah. There you go. So they're they're RNs, and so whenever we've had an injury before, we just have to interrupt their class. 
Okay. And okay. Send the kid down to get stitched up or not stitched, you know, bandaged it up or whatever. Yeah. But now we have to have a school nurse and she's right out behind my room. So I can just send her right out the back door. Go see the nurse. <laughs> yes. There you go. There you go. That makes all the sense. You have, you have problems. Go see the nurse. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. So here's another question for you, Chef Hancock. Um, and you may not have, you may not have yet or had any done to you, but have you had any students or yourself? Have you ever tried to pull a prank on one of them? Oh. See, now I feel like I'm feeding the ideas. They've stuck with me. If they, you know, the, some of them, they do funny things and we joke all the time. I, I like a good banter in my class. Yeah. And as long as at the end of the moment, they know every moment that I am the chef and I am in charge, <laughs> we can have a great time. Yes. It's when they stop acknowledging that I'm the chef and I'm in charge that it starts getting yep yep um you know and and um and and i don't i don't i don't allow unsubordination in my (laughs) i'm you know but we can have a good time um and so i don't know that i've ever i can't really think of a prank that Mm -hmm. they've done or i've done now i've done i've made them taste things that i know they're not going to like yes but i wouldn't call that a prank i would call that my educating them um, yes. in, the, in the in the knowledge that they need for life. Very teacher esque of you, there, Chef Hancock. Very teacher esque. So I'm gonna. What? Let me ask. What are those things that you made them taste that they you knew they weren't gonna like? You know, I wasn't sure I was gonna like it, but this year uh, we were in fruits and vegetables, and I was walking the aisles at Publix, and they had a jackfruit. Okay. Okay. I've never ever seen a jackfruit. Mm-mm. Um, but it's about this big around. I mean, it's it's the size of a of a watermelon. Okay. And it's spiny. Like it actually left marks on my arm when I picked it up and just kind of cradled in my arm at Publix. Yeah. It left like almost looked like I had a rash. Wow. Marks. Um, and it it's an interesting flavor. I mean, it's not quite durian. <laughs> okay, durian is something even I'm not going to. Yeah. Um, but we made a couple things with the jackfruit for our, um, like our fruits and vegetables lesson. We made a, a jackfruit barbecue and we made a, uh, Whoa, uh cool. jackfruit crab cakes. Um, and I knew they weren't going to like it. Um, and, and I'm not entirely positive that I liked it. Yeah. Um, there was some good, you know, it, it was okay. It wasn't like, mm. but I do make, like I make them, I make them taste medium rare steaks. Okay. Some of them don't know what it looks like to have pink in their steak. Yeah. Some of the teachers at my school don't know what it's like to have pink in their steak. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, if you overcook that, I'm taking points away. Right, right. There you go. Steak's gray all the way through. Your grade is going to get hurt. You darn well better cook it the way I tell you cook it. Right. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Uh, you know, and, and uh, well, they, they really, they, they never do like the vinaigrette lesson. So I make them taste. I, I lay out, I buy 20 different kinds of lettuce. Okay. And I make two different kinds of vinaigrettes and I make them taste all these different lettuces like radicchio and arugula and things that are really not designed to be eaten by themselves. Yeah. But they have to taste it by themselves, by itself, because I want them to understand the flavor of it. Okay. Um, and then when in the dairy lesson, they have to taste there's, you know, I buy 15 different kinds of cheese and I buy every kind of milk there is goat milk, um, soy milk, rice milk, almond milk, oat milk, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to taste them all. And sometimes they're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just just joking on suffering away. Oh, and and wiping their tongues off and asking when I, where I have the real stuff that they can they can you know guzzle, guzzle, guzzle down with and, yeah, <laughs> yes. and get the taste out of their mouth. 
Um, and, and it's different for every kid because some kids, you know, it, it's weird. I had last year when we tasted goat milk, you would think goat milk would be the thing that, that would be like the, the off the wall thing. Yeah. They guzzled that goat milk. They thought it was phenomenal. You know, wow. the, kid, the kids would call it, they'd say, that's gas, chef. <laughs> that's gas. Yes, gas. Oh, so good. Oh, uh, it's, uh, you know, and, and, and then this year they didn't really like the goat milk. Okay. Okay. And so some of that, it's it's hard to predict because everybody's taste is their own. Yeah. And what I like may not be what they like. I, one of the kids accused me of not doing enough Southern recipes, okay, because we live in a rural county. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you know, they're expecting what their auntie and their grandma and their papa yep. cooks. Like their Southern broil. Their Southern, you know, their Southern, everything's overcooked, everything's mushy, everything's oversalted, everything's got bacon in it. <laughs> Um, which I'm good with the bacon part. I'm yep. good with everything's better with bacon. I mean, just everything's better. It is, dude. You can't, you can't go wrong with that stuff. But, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, some of it's just a difference in my expectations versus theirs. Okay. Okay. Dude, this, uh, I, this sounds incredible. Like, I feel like I want to just sit in one of these times and just watch. And once we're allowed to have guests, I'm all for it. That's so cool. That's I'm getting so cool. a food trailer this year, man. Uh, what? Yeah, we're getting a, the school has ordered a food trailer. It's on order. It's coming this fall. Oh yes. And, and we're going to be able to take this food trailer out and about in our community and mm-hmm. and market with it and train the kids and fundraise with it and sell food off of it. That's awesome. That's incredible, though. It's it's, it's I, I'm I am such a blessed person. I just I can't even. I mean, it's I love what I do. Do you? Yeah. Even when I want to kill the kids, I love what I do. Right. <laughs> Dude, it's funny because, like, you're right. It, 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 as a teacher, you start to realize that you've you kind of have the best of both worlds. Like, you get to really play around with what you're doing, and you get to impart this knowledge to to future generations in hopes that they'll be better than you. And like, you you see this potential, and you're like, dude, you can do so many different things if you just you apply yourself. Like, I can see the potential in you right now. Like, you'd be so good. Yeah, well, and I think as a CTE teacher, I get to see even more of that because they're putting their hands on it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you as a music teacher, you're seeing that they get to put their voices on it. They get to put their hands on that instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, just the satisfaction of chef, I made that pasta today. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I, I maintain social medias for my classes in, in all three of the platforms, um, to, to promote what my students are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want them to be proud as proud as I am of them. I want them to be proud of their food and I encourage them to take pictures and put them on snap. That, and yeah, there you go. When they get to the advanced classes. They're allowed to use their video. They're allowed to ask me. You have to ask for permission to mm-hmm. use their phone, but they're allowed to video themselves doing something in the kitchen. Oh, that's cool. They can that's put it so on cool. Snap. That, hey, I'm sautéing this thing, and they're putting it on their Snap, or they're putting it on their Insta uh, reel, you know, or you know, whatever. And they're mostly they're using Snapchat and Instagram, mostly yeah. on TikTok. Yeah, dude. But that's see, that's cool because it's also healthy promotion for your class. Um, and so kids will see, dude, look, this is what Chef Hancock does in his class. I want to be in that class. Thus, you have the you know massive waiting list. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I, so I'm, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. That's um, cool. That, that, and, I mean, and, that, I, and, I'm, and I'm the kind of chef, you know, I like to have fun. And, and if something triggers me in a song, I'm going to sing it. Like we were just, uh, so always. They, were, they were making rice the other day. And I mm-hmm. said, they're like, chef, where's the rice? Rice, rice, baby. Yeah. And they're probably like, oh, come on, Chef Hancock. Come oh, they on. absolutely are. They groan and they roll their eyes and I and, and I think they love it. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude, they, they wouldn't love it any other way. They definitely love yeah. it doing that and, all the time. Like, 
you know, it's it's time to to you know, I'll I'll, I'll break into something from um, break into something from Hamilton. I'll break into something from um, you know, Wicked or yes. you know, Mamma Mia or a pop song because you know when we're cleaning, I've got Pandora running in the kitchen. Yep, there you go. You know, and we're listening their their favorite stations. You know, I have to keep it clean. <laughs> yeah, of course, right. They want, they want, you know, if I, I can't even do the pop stations now, I have to do. Yeah. The, I mean, yeah, the, the, Michael the, Jackson radio. I do Adele radio. There you I go. Boys to men radio. They really, that's, that's been a favorite this year. Some, some of those throwbacks, they get, some of those kids like them throwbacks. Yes, they, they like the throwbacks. They love Disney radio, you know, Disney radio where we can all sing along with Moana or oh, yes. Frozen or, uh, you know, and some of them, they, some of them have a thing about Little Mermaid where they're going to skip the songs for a little, they're going to run over to the panel and hit skip, skip, skip. <laughs> little, little Mermaid or, or Hercules comes on or one of the ones they don't like. You know? Of and course. Like, you are not allowed to touch that screen if Greatest Showman comes on. <laughs> yes. Keep me some Greatest Showman. Yes. Um, so good. And so, you know, and, and, and I break into, you know, I'll be, I'll be teaching them something and, 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 I'll, and I try to give them examples and try to make it real for them because they've got to understand this stuff. This is, you can't just, and the next stage is, yeah. is to put the rubber spatula into the pot and stir it counterclockwise for threes. No. Yeah. No, man, nobody wants like that. that. You can't do it. Yeah. Got to keep it live. Got to keep it fun, especially for the kids, dude. I mean, they, they, they're looking for excitement, especially nowadays too, with the, this, just the, the generation of just having things instant. Um, and being entertained. I mean, not that that's our bad things, but at the same time, we're becoming more crafty in how we're trying to teach these kids and have them learn. Um, so that's that's a huge, huge part of it. Let me switch gears just a little bit here. So, Jeff Hancock, what... Just tell me about how... Actually, just shout out to a, a favorite teacher of yours that helped influence you to get you to where you are. It didn't have to be one that may have taught you anything about culinary stuff. But what it, what was probably your favorite teacher? Who was your favorite teacher that kind of helped influence? And how did they get you to doing what you want to do right now? Um, you know, I would say the one who made the biggest influence on me was my boss at the time. He was my chef, and I was his sous chef. And he actually teaches uh, up there where you teach. Um, he teaches at one of the tech centers up there in your county. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, and when he's the one that got me into actually teaching, because he started teaching, and I went on and did some other things. And he's like. He's like, Jay, this is the best you're going to, you need to get into teaching. Um, and it took a few years before I came around to his way of thinking, but I came around and I agree with him entirely. Um, yeah. And so, uh, so his first name is Ashley. Um, and, and, and I'll shout out to him. And then when I got to teaching, they assigned me a mentor teacher mm-hmm. um, for that first school year. And, and I tell you, I had a great mentor. I could go into her, I could go into her classroom. I, I'd finish up a tough block and walk in her classroom and be like, can I just scream right now? <laughs> you know, I'm coming out of the industry and I'm, I'm coming out of this, you know, professional kitchen. I'm coming into these, some, you know, my, my first, my first classes were, were a little mad at me that I was not my predecessor. Yeah. Uh, which isn't your fault. I, came in, I, was, I was the fourth chef in four years when I got to the school. Yeah. And so there hadn't been the stability and they'd gotten used to this other teacher had been there for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was not that teacher. I did not do things the way that teacher did things. Yeah. And, and so I'd go in there and just, you know, I'd vent and, and she would talk me down off the mountain and be like, <laughs> you know, this is what you need. And she's a vet, she's a veteran teacher. She's still around and, she, and she's still someone that I'll go to if I need advice on something or I want her to read something over that I'm, I just need a little bit of tweaking with. Yeah. Um, and, 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 uh, and so I'll shout out to Renee for that. Renee, there we go. Ashley and Renee, dude, that's, that's awesome to hear just because they're able to push you to where you are now. 
um, and, and doing what you love to do. Um, I mean, getting you, like you said, like this is just kind of the best of both worlds. You just right where you want to be. And that's, that's incredible. Um, all right. So another part I always love doing shout out to somebody, maybe another faculty member that, you know, that possibly has a good story they could share on this podcast. There's a science teacher up in, um, up near where you are and you may know him. Um, I don't know how much of his name you want me to shout out. Do whatever. Cause we'll try, I'll try to, I'll try to contact him. You need to, you need to look, you need to reach out to Aaron Acree. Okay. Okay. The name sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. So he teaches science, I think in, in, um, in Greenville. Okay. Um, at one of the schools there, but you need to reach out to him because he always has a funny story about the kids thing. Cause he, he teaches, you know, science and, and think kids blowing things up in a whole different side of the world. <laughs> yes. um, and so you, you, you should reach out to him and talk to him because okay. uh, he has, he has good story. I mean, there's so many people with wonderful stories and it's right? just, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to pick. Yeah. I'm probably I, leaving, I, somebody, you know, leaving somebody out by not shouting them off. No, but you're right. And you're right. And it, it's, it, it don't feel bad because there's, I mean, hopefully this gains some, enough traction and people feel comfortable either sending me an email or just finding out, Hey, I heard about this podcast. You know, let me see if I get on, dude, I just want to keep rolling these, these funny stories, positivity out. Um, Cause we know how it is. It's, it's, it's hard sometimes, like you said, we don't get paid a ton and we're not in it for the money. It's usually just there for the kids and just trying to have fun and spend time with families and stuff like that too, but impart some knowledge hopefully to them as well. So that's really yeah, cool. Hopefully. Um, all right. And then the last thing. So this is a little bit more on a serious note. Anybody in school right now, I mean, even like we're going, we're getting ready to come into summer, but um, things that you could tell teachers, faculty, staff, students um, to help encourage them. What is something that you would want to tell them, maybe something, even as a, as a teacher to students, like, Hey, I want you guys to remember this or something. I want you guys to know about just where you are right now. What could you tell them? Just encourage these, these folks here. Don't get trapped down in this world that you find, you know, you think that this is the end of the world right here in your high school career or your teaching career. You think everything's in this little bubble of yours and it's the end of the world when, when so-and-so stops talking to me or so-and-so posts up something mean or comments this or, or blocks me on the social media or, mm. you know, whatever. But high school is just the beginning. And so you need to look at the bigger picture and, and, uh, and think about, hey, high school is, gets me where I want to go. Um, mm. And where do I want to go? And, and, and opens up opportunities for me. Maybe I don't know where I want to go. Yeah. But take those opportunities in high school school and don't say, well, I don't need this because I'm going to, mm. mm-hmm. okay. Don't say, Hey, I don't need to take English classes because I'm sm- I'm too smart for that. I don't need to take math classes. I don't need to pay attention in my math class. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm better than that. Mm. Um, you know, I don't need to come to culinary arts or I don't, uh, you know, trades is for, 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 you know, trade classes and, or career and technical education classes. Those are for people that are not as smart as I am. Mm-hmm. Think bigger picture. Don't limit yourself in what you can do because there is so much in this world that you can learn and you can do and you can grow into. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's so good, so good, Chef Jay, dude. I, I, I have a feeling, and I say this a lot on a lot of my episodes, but I have a feeling you're going to be back. <laughs> well, I, we, we can do it again. Let's, I'm sure I'll have more story. If I, mean, I can that's, remember, that's the hardest part is remembering all. This. It is. I will. I'll be honest. Sometimes it gets hard because when you get on, and you, you know, you're recording. Like you just those those they're not as flowing as they are. But every once in a while, you start hearing stuff, and you're like, "Wait a second! I have a story just like that. I have a story just like that." Um, so yeah, these are definitely gonna have to be recurring. I'm gonna have to get people on multiple times and do some different things. But dude, it has been a pleasure and a special because uh, I don't know if I have any other chefs that I know. Um, that are teaching too. So dude, it's been a pleasure having you on here for sure. 
Indeed, indeed. Great to see you, Mana. Yes, I loved it. definitely. Well, that's it, peeps. The end of another episode of One School Podcast. There are plenty more stories out there. So if you or someone you know has a great story, share them with me at one.school.podcast at gmail.com so we can reminisce about those good old days again. Find us on many social media platforms and give us a like and a follow. Until next episode, what happens at school hopefully gets us through school. Timo out. Class dismissed. <laughs>